forever. Dog. Back from the dead? <laughs> this week on the podcast, Barbara Steiner's The Mummy. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm Lindsay Kate. <laughs> I'm Kelly Nugent. <laughs> and today we are talking about Barbara Steiner's The Mummy, which, with apparently a laugh out loud logline. Hilarious. <laughs> Back from the dead? Back from the dead, question mark? <laughs> uh, and that uh, question mark does sort of remain. It does. It does. And it, you know what? It's both unclear, but also very obvious. Extremely obvious. Um, also, I mean, props to her for like being like, you know what? This is going to be a supernatural story. Hell yeah. Um, I support. Do you want me to read the summary on Goodreads? I do. In fact. Um, I need you guys to understand that like this summary is what caused me and Lindsay to want to do this this book because <laughs> it is very funny a lost love an ancient curse from the moment lana sees the mummy of the incredibly handsome prince nephra at the egyptian exhibit she gets an eerie feeling she is unexplainably drawn to him when she hears him whisper come back my princess come back one misty night she sees the mummy in the park chanting the same mysterious words and reaching toward her <laughs> Lana knows it's impossible. The mummy's been dead for thousands of years. Soon, Lana is shrouded in a web of horror and longing that traps her between fantasy and reality. Who's really hidden behind the mummy's gray, musty gauze? And why is it terrorizing <laughs> Lana? Gray, musty gauze. <laughs> I mean... It's, that's very accurate. It is. No lies there. Look... Lana loves, loves she ancient Egypt. Needs to fuck that mummy. She's the. If you are wondering, like, does this book dance around it? Absolutely not. Uh -uh. Like, you learn within the Very first quickly. page. She wants to fuck this mummy. It's not. It, I mean, no two ways about it. No. And I don't understand. They don't know what this dude looks like. No, I Why know. Why do they keep saying he's devastatingly handsome? Well, so like, they're looking know. at they're looking at the drawings of him that are on the sarcophagus, which like have you seen what like those look like? They're not they're cartoons. They're it's like <laughs> they're not like, like like portraits. Like truly It's like, like a rough idea. Like Okay, I'm going to send you an image, Lindsay, and you are going to see it and like your thought when you see this is supposed to be like, wow, this mummy is so handsome. handsome. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to send you one as well. <laughs> Oh, 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 hold on. I think I need to send you this one. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same one. I wonder that would if be so delightful. The same fucking one. <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. It's really. 
<laughs> Yours is funnier. I was I'm I was sending this one. <laughs> no, but that like truly okay. Like you guys, like, that's like as close as you're gonna get to being like. Mm. <laughs> I I mean I guess the King Tut one. He certainly looks like I'm trying to imagine him in the mm-hmm. flesh, and like the features are of an attractive man. Well, we imagine. Boy. It takes a lot of imagination, but though. how on earth I would be seeing this and like, oh my God, yeah. I am in love. <laughs> There's even, it makes no sense. There is even a point where, okay, I get that she's like entranced by him because he's using mummy magic, but she... I just sent you the King Tut funerary mask. Like, still. I mean, like, this is yeah. the most handsome mummy I've seen. It's like, oh, I've those seen. are nice features. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, big eyes. Yeah. Uh, full lips. Yeah. Sure. A well-formed nose, I suppose. Yeah. But there is literally a part where he's like, <laughs> where she's like, Looking at the fucking actual mummy of him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh. ah, <laughs> the, uh. the fine bumps of his nose and his his lips and some parts of the of the bandages are black from rot. I was like, excuse me? Lana. Lana. Grip. Get a grip. Can you imagine? Like, just imagine, like, like, truly, Lindsay, imagine. You and I are friends. I start working at, I'm volunteering at the Egyptian exhibit. Mm -hmm. I am like, I, I start getting really (laughs) obsessed with ancient Egypt. And like, let's, okay. Cut my hair in a way that makes me look like Cleopatra. That is so capital E Egyptian that everybody that sees me, a white woman walking around, mm-hmm. is like, oh, you look Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Would you be like, maybe, like, already this point is kind of like question marks. And then I, I start, I'm in love with a mummy. I'm in love with the mummy. <laughs> I uh, how do you how do you talk to your friend? How do I try to help you through this? <laughs> um is it that you dress up like a mummy and start <laughs> start following me around in the park? I I maybe <laughs> I try to maybe. scare you off being in love with a mummy. <laughs> I I guess I'd have to first I would try just sitting you down and like asking if you generally have anything you want to talk about or like oh yeah if you're stressed about anything <laughs> um I would try to find the problem first without having to bring up the right. mummy right maybe ask I'd rather ask enough not. questions the answer comes out yeah I want to try to go to the source and not the symptom right 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 I mean the um, mummy is for sure a symptom the symptom I would the, say the <laughs> The main symptom. (laughs) The overarching symptom. Yeah. Uh, 
if all else fails, so I'm going to have to bring up the mummy. Yeah. Uh, the mummy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't ignore the mummy in the room. I'm going to use that as the phrase from now on. It's so much like, better. Can we just address the mummy in the room? <laughs> the <laughs> and, the and I'll just deadpan it and people will be like, I'm sorry, did you just say mummy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can we address it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm glad you're on board with addressing it. So, I mean, obviously the mummy in the room is the fact that you want to fuck a mummy. <laughs> That's in this room. <laughs> um, Yeah, it is alarming that she wants to fuck this mummy. Also, I did like... She also is in love with like three different men at once. She's on top of the mummy. Very in love with many different men. Literally. Literally. <laughs> 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 she is literally yeah wow um but yeah she's in love with um rod ron or rod rod rodney. rod short for rodney right and he's like a very metropolitan traveler he's he lived in egypt for a while which she's very jealous of because yes she, as we she's said she's obsessed. very obsessed obsessed um and there is a reason for that it's because, spoiler, she is the reincarnation of this mummy princess. Oh, of the mummy princess. Uh, whose mummy is missing. Missing mummy. Because she was not, in fact, mummified. Wait. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah. murdered her? We don't know. Just We people. never find out? No. If no. this was a Christopher Pike book, it would be all about her past. Yeah. Catching up with her. Yeah. And there would be, in fact, some getting down. Yeah, there was. There's no there getting sure. down in this book. No, no. She like gets lunch with people. <laughs> oh my god! All the food yeah. descriptions. Yeah, is so fat. It was making me very hungry. All of the food yeah. sounded fantastic. That garlic fantastic bread, food, the potato fantastic. soup. The oh my Turkish god! Coffee? The cheddar potato soup that mother made for her. I was like, yum. Yes. I'm hungry. I love. I love baked I potato mean, soup. Cheddar potato soup with garlic bread. Yeah, that was great. I mean, starch on starch, but who's to judge? Was there pie too, or am I imagining things? I'm sure there was pie. And then, so she, yeah, she like gets coffee slash lunch. Like that's how she gets down with these guys. <laughs> so Rod is one, and then there's like this very jealous, also Egyptian girl. I forgot her name. She's very Dara? obvious red herring. Yeah, Dara? I think so. Dara? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say Farah. She... Maybe Dara. So it's R. Oh, do you know who was... Do you know on top of no, the guys H. that sh she's in love with, do you know who her number one love is? Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Josh. Josh. Josh is also there. He's fine. Um, he's, <laughs> he's acceptable he's yeah innocuous I don't know he doesn't really I mean, get her he loves her he yeah. supports her but he shares none of her interests and sort of looks down on them yeah he looks down on them and like is jealous of her relationship with Rod for good reason <laughs> because, yes. she... because she is so attracted to everybody yeah she's extremely attracted to Rod she's even attracted to um who's Antef and tough, I think, yeah. Yeah. So we both checked it out from open library, so we have no access to None. it now. I guess I could go and find it. I have some again. screenshots that I took. Let me see what screenshots I have. 
I checked the book out again. Oh, nice. Good, good, good. So if you want me to look for anything, let me know. I'm trying to look at what I even took pictures of. Oh. <laughs> I didn't take any screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take any. Okay, oh, Kelly. Well. Um, the person I was going to say is her ultimate number one true love. And maybe mine too. Seti. Mm-hmm. I loved yeah. Seti. <laughs> I did too. I thought it was very uh, like unique that Seti was the prince. Yeah. I was like, what? Didn't see that coming. Yeah. I thought that Seti was like maybe like owned by the prince. I thought it was know? her cat in the oh. in a past life. Oh, that would be so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I was really sad when Seti left, but I understood that he had to leave. Yeah, he was never truly there. Yeah, but he was so cute. And like, I I was really scared that there was going to be an animal death. There is not. Yeah, I was like really dreading <laughs> that would happen because they make it clear that Seti is from her past in some way. Yeah. And so I was like, well, this isn't even just like a pet dying. This is worse. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Prince Nefra. Prince Nefra. Um, she is um, She is the reincarnation Urbana. What, what is it? Urbana? Urbana or Urbina. Yeah, I think it's, I think, yeah, Urbana. Okay. Um, yeah. The, oh, I actually, I really loved her, like, her dreams of being Urbina. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought it was, I mean, it was a little bit, I was like, um, uh, Lana, you, you kind of like having slaves a little bit too much. <laughs> um, and that's its own thing to unpack. But like, I, I liked those, the, the storytelling of that. Like I liked that in her dreams, she was like reliving it. And the moment that she, I also liked that it was non-chronological, how, how we were learning, seeing moments in her life. Yeah, that was interesting. And then I liked the moment that we discover that, like, why her body is missing is what you hinted at earlier, which is that she was not mummified. Like, they, so the, the myth is, oh, um, it, he, uh, Nefer, Prince Nefer was murdered and Urbina was so sad that she killed herself. Nefra, I think. Oh, wait, Nefra. What did I say? Nerfra? Nerfra. Uh, King Nefra was murdered, and then Urbina was so sad that she killed herself. But what we actually learn is that he was poisoned, and then she was captured and um, put in a sarcophagus and then buried, and she was never mummified. So the reason that her body is gone is because it... Just decayed. Yeah, just decayed into dust and it was gone. And so that part was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then Blair, is that her name? Blair the... Blair's the other... Blair's the archaeologist. And she looks up... And Lana looks up to Blair a yes. lot. And Blair is like very self-possessed. Um, got a little bit of a chip on her shoulder about how much harder women have to work in the field, which I was like... I like that that's being addressed. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, 
Although Blair is the villain, but whoops. she is the villain and like the like the man boss that like kind of dismisses her is like kind of read off as right, but that's okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, mm, he's, I mean, he is blind to his own privilege. Absolutely. And yeah, he he's he like, well, the field in general is very competitive because there are not many positions. It's a very like all lives matter kind of situation. <laughs> yes. Um well, are all archaeologists struggle. Yeah. Yeah, he's like men and women have it tough and it's mm-hmm. like okay. All right. All right. You didn't need to go there. Yeah, you could have just been like yeah. Yep. Keep it silent. Oops. But um even so if you bl- don't agree, just yeah. like keep your mouth shut. Just be like uh-huh. And that's well, it. <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, so like Blair, basically, uh, Lana is. I at first was having trouble understanding because the book is so sexy at the beginning. I was like, is this a teen book? Because I wasn't sure if Lana was in high school, and then we found out that she was that she is in high school, and that she volunteers at the archaeology department of the um, museum. And is volunteering in particular for the like traveling Egypt exhibit, which includes Prince Nefra and Princess Urbina mummies. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she keeps like working after hours and then like the lights turn off and then they turn on and the fucking mummy is there. And she's like, oh my God. Um, and he's like, come to me, Urbina. And she's like, what? And then the lights turn on and then her like jolly coworker like makes fun of her for being scared. Marge? Marge. Perhaps. I had a moment of true horror when like maybe halfway through the book when she was like, it was so comforting. Although she she wondered why Marge cared about having a friend as young as she was. And I was like, oh my God, what if Marge is my age? <laughs> <laughs> They make her sound like a fucking eighty-year-old grandma. Yeah, I know. Um, I but like, she's oh, probably she she's in her thirties for sure. <laughs> I I really hope that at the very least she was in her fifties. I hope, I hope, but she was probably in her thirties. <laughs> um, the old woman in her thirties. Yeah, her eyes crinkled oldly. <laughs> oldly. Um, but yeah, so she's like. Uh, no one believes me about this because it is pretty. I mean, what she's saying does it's sound crazy. crazy. Yes, it does. Like it, it sounds crazier than like the average teen in these stories. That's like, like, you know, they're like, oh, someone's following me. And then everyone's like, you're crazy. And it's like, OK, well, maybe someone is. But this she's like a mummy came alive <laughs> and like is moving around and is talking to me. And, and I love like, him drawing me to him. And I love him. <laughs> and I whisper to him sometimes. Also, I cut my hair like Cleopatra. Um, <laughs> I I'm made going my bedroom to... look like a oh my fucking God. Egyptian um, like tomb fantasy. No, she literally. It's like, too much. It's too she, much. When she was Stop. like, she's like, I love Egypt. I made my room. She's like, she put these specific find the hieroglyphs that you find in a tomb in her room. I was Why like, did you do that? I was like, I know that archaeology, in particular for 
Egypt in pop culture is like a lot about tombs, but like I'm sure you have some other reference to something outside of tombs that you could put <laughs> in your bedroom. Here, I'll describe, I'll, I'll read the passage about a room. Laughing, Lana smiled and enjoyed looking at her room, which she had decorated in total Egyptian style. Her mother had let her paint a frieze around the ceiling. Is that how you would say it? Yeah. Phrase around the ceiling to match those found in tombs and temples. All areas of Egyptian life, as well as Egyptian mythology, were depicted. She had carefully copied the pictures from books she had checked out of the library. On the wall that her bed faced, she had gone all out. A huge scene showed a queen being dressed in all her finery. It had taken her one whole summer to complete it. I really wonder what that looks like. Because, like, is it probably she an looks artist? Like shit. It probably looks like shit. I'm going to tell you right mo- now. Yeah. Lana's mother was wonderful. She had given Lana an allowance for paint and bought her exotically colored and flowing material. What does exotically colored mean? Flowing it's like materials. Tan. It's like tan and <laughs> yeah. teal. Yeah. Oh. Um, at the department store, Lana covered her bed in windows, then hung the cloth from the ceiling behind the bed to make a false canopy. Josh had laughed when he saw her masterpiece, but she didn't care. She was the one who lived there. I mean, I think I would laugh, like, truly, I think a themed room is, like, one thing. Mm-hmm. But, well, like, somebody needs to tell her that she is, like, <laughs> I mean, this is, like, a six-year-old's idea yeah. of Egypt. This is, like, yeah, a fake, like, in the same way that Dreamcatcher was sort of like, I don't know, Native American magic. Yeah. She's very much like, oh, Egypt is full of mystery and magic. <laughs> she very much like magicifies Egypt, which like, I guess in this world is true well, because like, like magic does exist, but there's a slight difference between the way Christopher Pike does it because we actually go back in that time. Yeah. And it's a much more like, you really get all the human drama of the time. Yeah, yeah. That makes it feel just as modern. And like magic exists, but but it's like magic exists everywhere in the world. Whereas in this, it's like very specifically Egypt's the magic land. Unlike yeah, here, mummy magic. With all its history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's um, it's not problematic exactly, but it is like uh, very immature. It's just a little cheesy, mm-hmm. like. I I think it's not it's, exactly appropriating anything. No, it is kind of making it very like mystical mm-hmm. and like it's weird that like she it is a little weird that she's white and like so into this and like trying to be I Egyptian. I forgive it because she clearly is reincarnated. So, like, that's the reason why she's obsessed with it, not that she, yes. like, is obsessed and therefore becomes. Yes. I yeah. believe she is just, like, a fully. She is her, her Baina. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look up, because th- now I'm wondering if, like, Nefra and Urbana are, like, Miguel Coyote type names. I have no idea. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm just looking up. Nefra. And Egyptian. <laughs> okay. Um, Nefer. There's a princess, Nefra. Nefra, 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 Nefra. She a lady. 
I'm also not, I looked up Urbina and I did not find anything. Oh my God. I wanted to laugh because you know how usually, I just thought of this. Um, You know how usually in these books, like the kids go to like restaurants that are like just fake, like like, like Tom's Burgers or something like that. Mm -hmm. In this, they go to TGI Fridays. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow. Okay. Branded. Urbana is Italian. Is she Urbina or or Urbana? Urbana. Urbana. U R B E N A. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, so I don't okay. know. Don't just like make make up names that sound. Yeah. Like do do a little more it research. It did seem a little bit, and this is I'm it, the this, I'm the princess Miguel Coyote. <laughs> yeah. This this is what it did seem like to me. You know when like your white aunt buys a Coco Pelli from World Market? I know. <laughs> it's like that. It's like, Wait. it's like. I searched oh, it's Egyptian like, names and a mm-hmm. Disney site came up. Mm. Disney family, Egyptian names, Egyptian baby names. Go. Disney made a baby name site. That's crazy. What? Disney owns everything, even baby names. Wow. That's fascinating. It also felt like kind of, okay, I'm going to try and make another analogy. Yeah, go for it. You know when you go to the Discovery Store and you like hold a rain stick and then you like click on the, you, you, oh, you go up to the thing and it has like CDs where you can listen, you can put like random headphones on you and then listen to the samples of the CDs and you can like click a world music CD. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like pan flutes. Uh-huh. And you're like, wow, I feel as if I've traveled around the world. <laughs> and you're standing in South Coast Plaza. That's what this book is. <laughs> I have actually been standing in South Coast Plaza. Yeah. Yeah. I know that mall. Yeah, I know that mall. It's a good mall. Big Orange mall. County. Yeah. Um. Yes, it is that. Yeah. Yeah, I think she should have she should have chosen like easily verified Egyptian names. Yeah. Yeah. This book was great though. I I did really really like this book and it is not as like I mean, maybe it's just cuz we're not as sensitive to it because we don't live in the area, but to me it wasn't as big of a crime as Dreamcatcher was. Demon Oh yeah, we just I just kept thinking it should be called Dreamcatcher because Demon <laughs> didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it wasn't I I think it wasn't as like ignorantly written as yeah. as Demon was, but it did feel a little bit like well-meaning white lady. That's what it felt to me. For sure. So so not like like it felt like microaggression-y, whereas like the other book was like a like macro aggressions it just like imagine if a teenage girl was like i'm obsessed with native american culture and her version of that was like wearing feather earrings yeah it's like that like that but instead she's cut her hair and oh the piece de resistance she just has like severe bangs and a blunt cut yeah i think she just has bangs and a blunt cut yeah and i think she has black hair but she has blue eyes and i think also it was next level like i know she's like having an identity crisis because she is the like (laughs) like reincarnation of an ancient egyptian princess Mm -hmm. that being said the fact that she shows up to a non 
themed party. Okay. Yes. A regular <laughs> work party <laughs> where, where oh, everyone's wait. just like in cocktail dresses. No, it. I think it is. No, it's it's not themed. There's only two really? people that show up dressed up. It's her and Josh. No, Josh is dressed Josh. like a fucking mummy. Okay, Josh. Okay, okay. Hold on. Three people dressed up. Okay, okay, okay. So she shows up to the. Okay, it's it's a it's like a fundraiser party at the museum. They're like, yay, we brought the Egyptian artifacts here. This is great. Like, uh, donors will come and like donate money. It's it's a big fancy event. Mm-hmm. She decides of her own accord. Everyone else is like cocktail dresses, nice black tie event. She's like, I'm gonna dress like what I believe Urbana. Urbana wouldn't have dressed as. And so she makes like an ancient Egyptian outfit. And then I actually thought this part was pretty cute. Puts a cute little rhinestone necklace on on Seti and then mm-hmm. has Seti on a little leash. And then well, of course you like that part. Of course I like that part because <laughs> it's a cat. And like I would probably do that with my cats if they would not like hate that completely. Um, but it is very dorky and like, would I truly do that? No. And so she like goes completely dressed like an ancient Egyptian. Mm, it's a costume this- party. It is a costume party. It's a costume so party. Egyptian how come, dress. How come the only people dressed up are her, Rod, which that creates its own drama, and Josh. Marge is too. What's Marge? Everybody is. It's a co- I, I found the part. It says costume party, Egyptian dress. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. I thought that she arrived at a normal dress no. party wearing <laughs> that a fucking... That would be fucking bananas. Well, because she, she says... Be fully unhinged. I think maybe her costume... This is what I think. Her costume is the most... It's a lot. Complete. Yes. Because she then... Like, everyone wants to take pictures with her. Mm-hmm. They want her and Rod to stand next to each other because he's Egyptian adjacent, I guess, and dressed up. And so they're, mm-hmm. like, taking pictures of them. And then at one point, she's like, wow, I wish I hadn't gone so all out. Yeah. I think I misunderstood that to mean I wish I hadn't worn an Egyptian outfit to a non, <laughs> a just a regular party. party. <laughs> um, no, it's I. she just wishes she hadn't so specifically gone after the Urbana look. <laughs> this very specific Urbana look. Yes. Which she does do. And everyone's like, wow, you look just. And that's the it's other just thing. That it doesn't describe anybody else's outfits except for marge marge is like kind of dressed like her too but is like okay nothing near you darling yeah 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 it's also so funny to me that like we've you if you guys are curious literally just google like sarcophagus mummy and you'll see what these images (laughs) look like it's so hilarious to me that everyone's like, wow, you look just like Urbina. If some, if I was standing next to a fucking sarcophagus and someone was like, you look just like that sarcophagus, <laughs> I, would, I would cry. I would run away crying. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, you look just like, you, you look, look just like that. Like a competent um, bust. Like, you look just like a drawing... <laughs> Where like they kind of didn't really understand perspective. <laughs> like you look just like that. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look up sarcophagus woman mummy. Actually. Wow. Is that real? Okay. Damn. Uh, well, no, I think someone just drew that. Because there, there was one that I just saw that I was like, okay, I don't think I would mind if someone said I look like that. 
I would be like, wow, that's nice. You <laughs> wow. know what? I think hey. that there's a variance in talent of sarcophagus makers. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Because some of them are pretty jacked, but some look really nice. Mm hmm. Like, I'm going to send you one right now. Where if someone if I, you know, if I were out and about and someone was like, you look like that, I would be like, oh, thank you. But there are others where I would be like, oh, yeah, mm. that's pretty. Yeah, she looks pretty. So mm-hmm. I think there's just like some people were better at making them than we'll others. We'll have to accept that this must be one of the good ones. Yeah, I think it has to be. Because she's so beautiful that literally like five different men are in love with her. Mm-hmm. So that must be the case. And so we have to assume that the Nephra one, he looks very handsome. I did not find very many cute male mummy sarcophagi in my searches, but mm-hmm. maybe. Um, But like, okay, so she's like, she keeps getting scared because like this mummy keeps talking to her in the exhibit. Mm-hmm. Then she finds Seti, and he's a cute little black cat. And well, Seti walks her. into the house, and he just arrives. He's just like, "I'm here, and, and then, I am a man." Yeah, and and he's like very hungry, so they feed him, and then and it's just her and her mom, and then so she like throughout the book, she's like going to work and shit, and like going on various lunches with various men, um. And then there's like various mummy sightings. But they're also, okay, we have another busy villain because this bitch is procuring <laughs> scorpions. I am not, a, like, the the length this one goes to <laughs> Blair? is bizarre. Because <laughs> some of them too, I'm like, I just feel like you're losing the theme. I, I don't know what she's going for. <laughs> Is the theme that Prince Nefra is coming back for her and homicidal? Is the theme that somebody's trying to finish what they started way back in the day? Although I guess Blair doesn't know what her dreams are. No. I guess it's purely that Nefra is like come back to life and wants her to return with him. Yeah, and but I still don't understand how everything she does. Is I don't meant think to lead to that. I here's the thing: I do not think that she's actually talking to Nefra. Like I think that Blair is just like I don't know if there really is a curse. Like I, oh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think yeah. she's just kind of unhinged because yeah, like Blair's she's literally crazy. lost everybody. Yeah, so like her entire family died. Or had like bad endings because her dad found Nephra and there's a curse, mummy's curse. So she's like, I need to return Nephra and Urbina to Egypt because then the curse will stop. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's like, well, you are right in that Nephra is like around, but like you are incorrect in that he has gives any like two flying shits what you're doing well he does because i guess he, he i think he comes knowing that she's in danger Be- and then oh and then i Blair see what you're saying. does know yeah. that it's the fucking cat yeah she does 
She does. Yeah, he Crazy. comes knowing that like he needs to protect Lana slash Urbina. Mm-hmm. And like so, but I mean, even the themes of like her threats are very like, it's like yeah. I'm like, even if you're to say like a loose theme of like Egypt, yeah. Like so, at one like, point she like specific, like yes, like we would like to dial it in a little <laughs> bit more because like there's we one, just like drill down. Yeah, can we can we can we drill down? She like open so, um. <laughs> there's okay there's two so one the first like threat prank is that lana's like ah oh, good night i'm going to sleep and does she leave the window open yes mm-hmm. for for seti to go sit on the tree branch mm-hmm. and blair shimmies her ass up there with a box <laughs> full of scorpions and throws like, <gasps> like throws the scorpions at least three i think maybe four Three to four scorpions. Large, yeah. Like just (laughs) throws them in. The scorpions are like, (laughs) Oh, I had a dream last night that there was a scorpion in my house. Because of this. It must have been. Because why else? Mm -hmm. Um, Also insane that the mom's disposal method is to flush I was like, what are you doing? How do you think this is going to go down, lady? I was like, it's not going to fit. No, it's a bad idea. This is a very bad plan. You're going to muck up your plumbing. You're not even supposed to flush tampons. What are you doing? They're like a live scorpion. Giant (laughs) scorpions. Trap them in a box. Bring them Mm -hmm. to somewhere. The Natural History Museum. Yes. Bring bring them to somebody who will know what to do with them. Yeah. You can't just like free them. No, 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 no. They she need to be in the desert. Like, let them loose upon the sewers of wherever the fuck they are. <laughs> also, like, did you get the impression that these were like crab sized, scor- like huge scorpions? Yeah. I yeah, felt I like did. they were very large. I was scorpions. picturing Animal Crossing. Yes. Big. Really <laughs> the big. The one in my dream shiny last night was black tiny. scorpions. Oh, cute. It's tiny. It was tiny and like gray and kind of translucent. Oh, that's kind of scary. It was creepy. I was trying to catch it in this big skull mug that Mike got from um, like the Six Flags Horror Nights uh-huh. <laughs> because that's what I always catch bugs in in the house because oh. I don't I don't like killing bugs. Me neither. I try I to release like them. release them. Yeah. Um, and so because that's the cup that I use in real life, that's what I was using in my <laughs> dream. Even though I was in Reno at the time, it was there was a complicated dream. A lot going mm-hmm. on, much like the theme of of Blair's threat pranks. Yeah. Also, there was an earthquake, and I was in my car at the time of the earthquake, and for some reason, the earthquake just like made my car just roll once, <laughs> <laughs> just once, just Whoa. well, not even roll, just fl- like slowly fall onto the hood and get smushed. But I was fine. It happened so slowly and gently, but the car was ruined. And oh, I no. am driving to visit my mom in San Diego tomorrow. Finally, I got a COVID test and it's negative. Yay, um, congrats. So I was extra safe. Not that I thought I had it. But so I'm finally going to go visit my mom for a few weeks. And in the dream, I was like, how am I going to drive there now? <laughs> <laughs> my car's ruined from the earthquake. It's all smushed. Um, well, I'm glad that your car's okay. And Thank I'm glad you. that you don't have COVID. Me too. Um... Oh, and then the second 
threat prank is, which like, I think I would have maybe called the authorities with the, with the scorpions, but they don't. Which I was baffled by. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is Seti's missing for so long. Oh, no. But she knows Seti's not dead. She just knows that he's somewhere else. But he's not coming home. And she's like, oh, no. Then a thump. And there's like a mummified cat in her room. <laughs> just so which, disturbing. So disturbing. And then she's like, <gasps> Seti, no, 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 no. And then they call the cops. And then she unwraps it and she's like, it's a toy, which was our story. Yes. Stuffed cat. It, why are we so good at this? I'll tell you why. It's been four years. Yeah. Um, but I was like, was it, how much did you weigh down this stuffed animal? Because you would have felt. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's, it would feel just like a like bouncy little she toy. she bandaged it so heavily, but then it, how could it still look like a cat form? If you had to bandage it so heavily that it felt like a heavy cat. Yeah. Unless maybe she was like, it's mummified, so they're drier, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But if she thinks it's seti, then it's still very much just like a full-on corpse. It's not like it's had time to lighten. Like its flesh would still be there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you can't, like, unless you're using, like, you're like taking an out instant the pot, organs you can't, and stuff, yeah. but you're not, like, like freeze drying it <laughs> yeah the drying part takes a lot longer unless maybe you're using an instant pot maybe that's what happened i don't think it is we i don't. think it's just hard to say <laughs> <laughs> impossible to say um but so she's like oh good said he comes back eventually and she's like that's great fine <laughs> um also i liked the bit about on tef's <clears throat> Um, cologne he, he uses too much mm-hmm. that was a good detail so she knows like when she gets tackled and princess urbina's beautiful necklace goes missing that he did it because she's like i smelled that cologne mm-hmm. she ripped a button off the volunteer vest and smelled his cologne yeah i i thought it would have been a good touch if to create doubt in her mind she was like well it could just be that his cologne had rubbed off on the vest already. That's actually what I thought maybe happened because I wasn't sure that he had done it. And so I was like, oh, yeah, maybe someone else just like, maybe that fucking Marge bitch did it. And she was wearing it. <laughs> that fucking matronly plump bitch. Yeah, that, that plump ass matronly 30 year old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just like absolutely the nicest person. <laughs> she's a nice she's always offering to give her rides mm-hmm. and shit like she a totally, plump ass matronly old that bitch. fucking plump bitch always giving her rides and shit <laughs> they're fucking her d- dower uh, uh, her, what am i her dowager look yeah oh yeah her dowager 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 Countess, plump ass <laughs> bitch. Fucking motherly I cunt. I don't know why, but like plump bitch is like so fucking funny to me. <laughs> that plump bitch. <laughs> well, plump is a very funny word. 
It is very and funny. And I used it because it, when she's dressed in like a similar like Egyptian outfit at the cocktail party, it says she looked matronly and plump in her dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except they were wearing the same fucking dress. So they like were it was wearing just mean. basically the same dress. She's just like, yeah. but because she was so plump and matronly, it gave her a plump matronly look. <laughs> yeah it was like it, she wore a more plump and matronly version of the dress <laughs> it was very silly um but yeah she is fine she's a nice person i didn't think actually i thought she could be unhinged i thought everybody could be unhinged i was like oh maybe she's the. i really could have been anybody yeah yeah like it was pointing at things and not in a bad way. No. In a mystery way. Yeah, it was in a mystery way for sure. And honestly, I was surprised that Antif was involved. I was too. I, I, and I didn't was a, think that was going to be the case. Yeah, and I, and I was really that. surprised by Blair. I, w- I, was, I was surprised it was Blair. I really, I thought it was just going to be way more supernatural and I always wanted to be more supernatural. I'm glad that it did keep elements and that it wasn't completely dismissed as just real yeah um or reality i mean um yeah but i always want like i wanted blair to be also from that time yeah getting her revenge like maybe she was a rival Mm -hmm, i just mm -hmm. wanted it to have more of a christopher pike plot just because that's my personal taste not that there was a problem with yeah with the book Oh, I also just because, um, you know, like we're right now very much of the age of like eat the rich, blah, 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 blah. You don't have power unless you probably did something bad to get that power, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It was very funny when she was like describing Nefra and she's like, well, you know, Nefra got his power through inheritance, not through something terrible like taking over. <laughs> and I was like, well, people only really like usurp <laughs> the power if there's something wrong. So like I Good feel like. For him. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like maybe like inheritance is the worst way to get a crown, but it's just it was just very interesting, like Barbara Steiner's or Lana's perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other star moments. Um, I thought the mom was chill. Liked the mom. Um, I just loved all that food. <laughs> yeah, the food was great. Um. Yeah, I'm having trouble. Like, her dreams are kind of cool. I don't know if they're, like, I wouldn't say they're star moments. No, no, no. Getting trapped in a sarcophagus is, is oh. like, badass. That's a, yeah, that was that's cool. That's a scary, scary attack. It was really scary, and I thought it was really cool that, like, so she has, like, this psychic link to, um, I mean, here's the thing. I'm a cat lady, and she was a little bit too much of one for my... You know, well, if it I, is the reincarnation of her lost love, Kelly. Yeah. So that's why I let it go. Have some sensitivity. Um, but <laughs> Have so you ever like, met I know, your I lost love of thousands of years in the form of a cat? No, I guess I don't know. Then I'll shut up. Unless you have the experience you can't understand. <laughs> I have. And so that's why I do. Oh, that's why you speak from experience. Yes. Um, but I liked, so she she gets trapped in, like, at the fancy party. Someone's like, you're perfect to go into the tomb of Arena. And she's like, what? And then she, like, gets <laughs> trapped in there. <laughs> and is she she gets knocked out by, like, ether, comes to, is fucking wrapped up like a damn mummy. It's terrifying. And then, so she has these little nail clippers because she 
clipped um, Seti's nails. I thought that was a right. good detail. That was a good detail. And you can tell that Barbara Steiner owns cats because I literally you just clipped Smokey's nails today. Um, I thought about doing that for Edwin, but he's like way too squiggly. Oh, girl. I I don't know how you do it. I got fucking attacked by Smokey. He was like, and he kept like doing this thing where, because Micah was holding him, he would like lay really still and then like bunny kick Micah as hard as he can and go, <laughs> Like he would like make that noise. He'd be like, ah, ah. and we were like, what is happening? It's so fine. Human. And he was just like, ah, ah. and then we did them all. And then he's fine. Went to sleep. I but, just, I'm so afraid of hurting Edwin. Mm. So I admire that you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just so intimidating. Yeah. It's a little scary to do it, but if you, I, cause I've been doing it for LH, you know, for 10 years. So, I'm like pretty used to being, I cannot believe LH is 10. Oh my God. Mm. Um, But I've been doing it with her for like 10 years and for her, it's fine. She'll like growl a little bit, but it's, yeah. So I'm like very, I can do it pretty quickly usually, but Smokey is kind of tough because he's very annoying. <laughs> so it was, it was, yeah. But so she clips her nails, clips Seti's nails, and she keeps the little nail clippers with her. So she's able to like cut her way out of the wraps, but not quick enough before she's locked in a sarcophagus, heavy ass sarcophagus. She can't get out. And then she like thinks to Seti and she's like, Seti, help me. And then Seti's like scrabbling on top of the like digging, digging, digging. And then um, whatever Josh or whatever the fuck his name is comes and helps her get out. <laughs> fucking Josh or just fucking... Yeah blonde boring piece yeah, of shit just like a really fucking boring dude he's like he's a good oh you know what you know what, what i love about josh what do you love about josh he's head cheerleader i do really like that I he's head cheerleader. read that over and over again to make sure i had it right he was yeah. like you know i want you at the football game but i understand if you can't make it and lana's like josh was head cheerleader and so da, da, da. i was like huh yeah i really liked that mm -hmm. I liked that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I did like that. I did like that. It was that. just a nice touch. It was. What a nice touch. <laughs> um, Yeah. I really liked that detail. So you know what, Josh? He's okay in my book. Yeah. I mean, if you can be secure enough in your... Uh, masculinity and sexuality to be fine with being a traditionally female role, then you're okay in my book. In like the early 90s, Psh, groundbreaking. For him. Groundbreaking. A true queer icon. Yeah. Josh. We we are forced to stand. We must stand. Jo Josh, no last name. Mm -hmm. um, Possibly. Like, who knows? I just don't. Why would I remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Want Josh Smith? Who cares? Yeah, what could it possibly be? It's nothing like fucking Nephra. <laughs> um, also no or Antef name. or Rod. <laughs> Rod. Yeah, Rodney. So then it turns out Blair's like got lot like you know off the deep end. She's like, I have to put you in a sarcophagus and mail you back to Egypt, and then everything will be fine. It's like and that Kanye West lyric. Is that what the lyric is? <laughs> you know I don't like saying that word. <laughs> what? 
I do not know what you're talking about. You don't? No. Um, girl. Just link me. It's in Monster. It's in Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going. To... All right. So it's pretty clever. It's very okay. clever. Okay. I'm gonna just link you. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll yeah. never get on top of this. So, mommy, best advice is just to get on top of this. Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? A pharaoh. Uh, uh, put the put pussy, the pussy in, a in a sarcophagus. I can do yeah, it when I'm reading. That. Yeah. You just but don't want to have to recite it. The annotation is fantastic. Says, There's no oh, way anyone will top Yeezy in the rap game. So it's easiest for females to simply get on top of him in the sexual term. Clever wordplay. Kanye intentionally uses the term mommy to refer to his female companion because it sounds like mommy, which is not only another type of monster, but also sets up the ancient Egyptian theme. Here, Kanye likens himself to a pharaoh. Pharaohs were viewed as by the Egyptian as little, literal sons of the gods walking in human form. With Kanye's ego and Yeezus persona, it's not too far, blah, blah, blah. Kanye offers to... <laughs> beat the pussy up until he kills the pussy, which will be put to rest in its Egyptian tomb. <laughs> this is a pun on the propensity of ancient Egyptians to mummify and bury cats in the same way they did people. Okay. He's clever. He he's crazy, clever. but he's clever. He is clever. He's also racist, but that's another he's, thing. He's racist. He it's has bipolar separate. disorder. He's on an extreme run of mania right now. Yeah. It's sad. It's a it real sad. It's a real bummer. Um, anyway, what a clever lyric. <laughs> what a clever lyric. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, so then she gets released out. Nefra slash Seti reveals that Blair's the one who did it. She um, convinced Antef to like help her do all this stuff because he needs money. And so or it's just oh, and like she's also- he, he has trouble turning down the money right and she she also like threatens him with like fucking mummy curses and shit too so he's like oh god um and then she's like wow the end and Seti disappears and she's like i guess he never was meant to stay with me because he left with the exhibit and nefra is going home and it's not clear if she like state like if she and josh live happily ever after it's not super clear right am i remembering that correctly um they're just like fine they're still a teenage couple <laughs> yeah they're just fine um yeah she's like she, it's like a sweet thing it's like they go home together she like basically knows that seti was him was yeah. uh nefra um, um, um and so she like she <laughs> Says, I'm sorry, Nefra, she whispered to the cool, crisp morning as she started to school. I'm sorry I couldn't return with you this time, but maybe someday I will know you again. That's how the book yeah. ends. Oh, yeah, shit. So maybe There's someday. Point fantasy <gasps> instead of point horror. Oh, my God. Where? At oh the back God, of the book, it is... says, <clears throat> excuse oh me. Oh, my God. Point fantasy. Read point fantasy and escape into the realms of the imagination. What? Oh God! Do we have a new I'm podcast? The I'm kingdoms of mortal out. and immortal elements. Lose yourself in the world of the dragon and the dark lord, the princess and the mage. 
A world where magic rules and forces of evil are ever poised to attack. Available now. Doom Sword by Peter Beard. Wait, Adam discovers I am the Doom so Sword many. and has to face a perilous quest. Also, you could read Brog the Stoop. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hold Boyle. on, I think I've read can this Brog book. restore the source of light to Drab World? Holy shit. You could also read, read the Renegade book. series. Book one, Healer's Quest. Book two, Fire Wars. Book three, The Return of the Wizard by Jessica Palmer. Journey with Zelia and Ares as they combine their magical powers to battle against evil and restore order to their land. Lindsay, I am freaking out. This is amazing. This book. I, I read one of these <gasps> There's books. There's also I read... point science fiction. Holy shit. Holy shit. I mean, I guess this makes I, sense. I, read, I don't know why um, I, I didn't assume this was a thing. I read Princess Nevermore by Diane Curtis Regan. I was obsessed with this book. Holy fuck. Okay. Wow. This book was... Princess Quinella is quite familiar with Mandian truths. At 15, she's still allowed to come and go as she wishes in the kingdom of Mandria, visiting Melikar the wizard and playing at magic. But she knows that as soon as she turns 16, she'll become a woman. A parade of suitors will court her until she chooses one or the king chooses one for her. Then comes marriage, childbearing, and royal protocol. But Quinn isn't ready for this life of predictability. More than anything, she wants to travel to outer Earth, the world above the wishing pool. When a magical mishap sends her to Earth, Quinn gets far more than she bargained for. As she's drawn deeper into this strange new world of skateboards, Halloween dances, and pizza, <laughs> danger and adolescent intrigue surround her. There's only one problem. She doesn't know how to return to Mandria, and she's not even sure she wants to. Wow. It's good. I really loved this book when I was a kid. Should we do this, a fantasy month? A point fantasy we, month? Yeah, and maybe. And we can do a point SF month for science fiction. Yeah, this one maybe. Is encounter worlds, point SF, encounter worlds where men and women make hazardous voyages through space, where time travel is a reality in the fifth dimension of possibility, where the ultimate horror has already happened and mankind breaks through the barrier of technology. We could also read Elf Gift. <laughs> Elf Gift. I'm still very taken with reading Brock the Stoop. Brock the Stoop Brock. is so... Can Brock restore Brock the source the of light to Drab World, spelled D-R-A-B-W-U-R-L-D? Brog the Stoop. Oh my God, Lindsay! All of these are available on Kindle. And <gasps> basically, hold up, hold up, hold up. I need to see if Princess Nevermore is available on there too. Okay, Brog no, the not. Stoop by Damn. Joe Boyle on Goodreads. The source. Oh wow, the cover. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the cover's really intense. Really intense. The source of light is failing, and for the Stoop who inhabit the drab world, the encroaching darkness brings a terrible danger. Their mortal enemies, the Gork, led by the vicious Red Eye. Grow ever stronger as the light fades slowly away, and it is only a matter of time before the stoop are utterly destroyed. But there is one stoop who will not accept defeat, for Brog has the brave heart needed to find the source of light and restore it to its former glory. And as he sets off on his perilous question, the stoop lord, Clon the Golden, leads the stoop in a final what? and possibly fatal battle against the, the Gork. The Gork. Wow. Ober Newton? No. I didn't even know these books existed. Me neither. I mean, I, I read Princess Nevermore, but I didn't know it was a point book. I just got it because I liked the cover. Oh, wait. This is published in 2003. Is 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 point SF 
more recent well brog the stoop was written in 93 so it seems like the fantasy one was also the 90s fan- yeah the fantasy ones were 90s um princess nevermore was 95 looking up okay hold SF. on i'm i'm looking up virus by molly brown that's one listed at the back of oh 94 Mommy. yeah these are all these are all yeah strange orbit oh yeah i don't that know why cool. i said i don't know the books are fucking listed in this book from 93 Okay, well, then dumb there you idiot, go. Lindsay. Siren Stupid Song by idiot. Sue Welford. That sounds cool. Strange Orbit. Lindsay, the cover of this Siren Song one looks really cool. I'll look it up. <gasps> She's a mermy. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. She's some kind of mermy. Siren Song by Sue, Sue Welford. Welford. All right, so we'll do a fantasy month <clears throat> and an SF month. Yeah. And then we can include something modern because all of the books by uh, BIPOC are fucking fantasy these days because horror isn't the thing. Yeah. And so it's harder to incorporate it on a regular basis. So if we do a fantasy month, we could do three point books mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and a, a new one, like Children of Blood and Bone. I've been wanting to read that book Me for too. so long. I own it. I think I do too on Kindle. <laughs> Me too. Um. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's do that. Cool. All right. Fun. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Um. I recommend this th- one. I do too. It was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. It was kind of different. Um, yeah. Yeah. A it little. was kind of different. Not crazy different, but not crazy different, but kind of. I know. Kind of different. It was still a lot um, of like repeating patterns, yeah. but I but it wasn't that annoying. I liked it. It was well written. The characters. Me too. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. You keep our show alive. A special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adriana Field, Aaron Dwyer, Ashley Fritz, Clara Moore, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Emily Pooley, Gabriela Santiago. <gasps> Lost my place, Grace Armstrong, <laughs> Jonathan Venable. Jordan Colwick, Karen Lewis, Pat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Kelly Burns, Christina, Landry Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Andrelay Wolschlager, Mariana Terzakis, Melody, Megan Lozier, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly Marks, Oscar Gallegos, Pamela, Randy Clut, Rashad Black, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sasha Gibson, Shannon Pickens, Sydney Bollinger, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Valdez, and Wendy Bartos. Yay! Thank you, everybody. Thank you. We love you so much. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, next week, do we want to say what we're reading, or could it be checked out from underneath us? It can be checked out from underneath us. So, All right, sorry, guys. I mean, I already read it, so you have to read it. All right, Maybe let you me should check. check it out, and then we'll say. Let me see. Let me see if I have this one or not. Mommy. Mm, no. Yeah, I don't have this one. It's it's on open library, but you have to check it out. Yeah. Okay. So, no. We don't. You, you <laughs> don't get to know. <laughs> here, Here's what I will say about it as a hint. Or here. Wait. I'll check it out now. Yeah. Hang on I think just you second. only can check it out for an hour at a time. God damn it. Okay. But I will say as a hint, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This episode doesn't come out till next week, right? Or does uh, it come out in two I think days? It's this week. Comes out in two days. Okay. 
You don't get you to don't know. got the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's a good one. I like I like the cool. book, so we'll see. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. We really really appreciate it. We'll uh, check with you next week. Yeah. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.